Cusick. Not just a word, a movement, a mindset, and a podcast. Welcome to Fusick. Okay, welcome everybody to another great episode of the Fusick Podcast. I'm excited today to have a family member join the call and uh, wanted to introduce myself as Craig Miller, your co-host. TJ, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Craig. I'm um, closing down on the week here and we're halfway through it. Looking forward to Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, Go Patriots, know, baby. I know. Have you? Um, I'll be rooting for him now since the Jags are not in it. But ha- have you seen the Facebook Tom Brady, uh, Tom versus Time? I have not, but I've heard it's awesome. You got you got to check it out, man. It's and I like it. It's fifteen minute increments of episodes. It's it's unbelievable, and there's no reason. There's it explains why he's he's so special. So why he's the goat. Yeah, buddy. What's going on? Cool, What's new man. with you, well, Craig? I was just up in Wisconsin a lot, man. Racking up the Hilton points up here. So excited about that. Nice. And, uh, things are going great. Excited about the team and just just trying to build it, man. It's, a lot of stuff awesome. going on, a lot of good stuff going on, wedding plans, and everything's coming together with that. And uh, I know you've heard we've got the dates for the, the pre-wedding party, if that's what we want to call it, for the bachelor, and, you know, excited about the upcoming trip. So it should be a good year. Good, man. Well, well, who do we have? Who do we have on today, Craig? I'll tell you, you know, I always say the one and only TJ McKinnis, but I think that the one and only applies here especially well to my cousin. He was one of a kind for sure. Mr. Marshall Miller, how you doing, cuz? Doing good. How are y'all? Doing great, buddy. Doing great, I'm excited to uh, get to know you a little bit today. Awesome. I'm glad. Uh, thank y'all for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, excellent. Cool. Well, obviously, Marshall's my older cousin, so I've known him uh, you know, as long as I can remember my whole life, and we've always had a close bond, and, and I know Marshall has an incredible story, and so I'm excited for him to share it, and I know a lot of people are going to be able to relate to out there of overcoming struggles and adversity and different types of things. So Marshall, I'm just going to turn it over to you to kind of help us and and tell your Fusick story, man. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. Like I said before, just repeating myself, but I just want to give you and TJ both a, a a thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. You know, Um, I don't know how special my story is, but uh, you know, I can tell it. Um, yeah, it really started out, um, I guess it'd go all the way back to, you know, when Curtis was born. Curtis, I have two kids. Curtis, he's, uh, 20, fixing to be, he's 19, he'll be 20 in March. And, uh, he's in, currently in the Marine Corps. And I have a daughter, 17, and she's, uh, gonna graduate high school this next year. And both are outstanding Kids, I mean, I you know, in the kid department, I really just, uh, I mean, outkicked my coverage, so to speak. You know, <laughs> uh, they've just both turned out really, really great. And I didn't do it on my own. You know, um, their moms played a huge role in it, and so did a lot of other people in their life. But, you know, as a dad, you know, you want your kids to grow up and, and grow up and be somebody, you know, and, um, they're definitely doing that. So um, we'll take it back. And when Curtis was little, you know, I I just tried to do the best I could. And the best I could was working two jobs. Most, most of his life, I worked two jobs. 
Um, I know at one time I was working a second shift job, and when I left there, I went straight to my third shift job, and I worked there, and they weren't part-time. They were both full-time jobs. And I got off about 7 o'clock in the morning, and I would go home and uh, you know, take some sleeping medicine, you know, and go straight to bed and sleep four or five hours maybe and get back up and do it all over again. Um, those were trying times, you know. You, uh, you're you down in the down in the dirt, you know what I'm saying? And yes. I felt like that I was never, you know, I was in this hole and I was never going to crawl out, you know. And uh, yep. I had a lot of, I, I was very fortunate. I had two really great parents and um, I had great grandparents, you know, that were around for most of my life. And you know, in, they instilled a lot of hard work and values in me that I tried to pass along. And I had a lot of support from a lot of family and friends during those times and um i guess curtis was about nine years old and uh i'll never forget it It just like it was yesterday i was sitting in my recliner at home and uh, he he was back there in his room and he comes up there and he, (coughs) he jumps up excuse me jumps up in my lap he says dad i said yeah what is it he said, uh, I want to be a Marine. And I just looked at him and I, I thought, wow, you know, you're only nine years old. That's pretty, it was pretty high feet, you know? And, uh, yep. I said, I said, okay, you know, never want to crush your kids' dreams. Um, you know, you, you just said, especially at nine years old, you know, I just said, okay. <laughs> and as the years rocked on, you know, he just, he just, he kept on that path, you know? And he kept saying it, saying it, saying it. And every time we passed a sign or a billboard or a truck or whatever, he just, he would bring it up. And I remember one year we were on family vacation and uh, we were at the beach and been there all week. So the day before we were getting ready to come home, we carried the kids over to the souvenir shops, you know. And yeah, you go in the souvenir shop, get what you want, you know, you, you got a multitude of things to pick from. You know, you got T-shirts, you got flip-flops, sunglasses, seashells, you know, anything that a kid might want uh, would be in these shops, you know. And so my daughter had picked out something, and Curtis was taking forever, and he kept walking around, walking around, and finally I said, well, just come up here when you find something you want. He comes up there, and he has this Marine Corps flag folded up, it's, you know, in a little plastic bag. And he said, this is what I want. I think he was 10 or 11 at that time. 11. And uh, I said, are you sure? And he said, yeah, Dad, that's what I want. I said, okay. Um, that same flag is still hanging in his room at my house today. Um, we took it home and he yeah. hung it up. And he was just like, that's what, that's my inspiration that's what I want to be. And I, you know, I just got behind it. You know, I said, okay, yep. here we go. You know, that's amazing. And, uh, at 10 or 11. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's a, so, yeah. So back I, it up a little bit. I mean, that's, it's, it just kind of shows you that they, you know, once you set something up and you put a visual up there, it helps mm-hmm. you achieve that goal. But so that kind of the listeners understand, uh, Marshall, you had a kid very young and, uh, 
it was a pleasant surprise, just like you know Hayes was to me, Absolutely. and a little unexpected, maybe maybe out of the plan a little bit, and you know uh, talk a little bit about how you know how old you were when that happened, and kind of your mindset around why no one was going to tell you you couldn't be a good dad and provide for your kids and, and that kind of stuff because that to me was always inspiring to see you do that. Yeah, you know, um, I was 20 years old when Curtis was born. Um, Man. And, yeah. yeah. And young, it was. Young it buck. Was, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, it just, it was, it was a surprise, you know. And it was a very trying time. Uh, you know, when you're 20 years old, I can say that you are not ready to be a father. Um <laughs> No, I was, I was 22. I definitely wasn't. But no, I, you, you are inexperienced in the father department. You're not even experienced in being a man. You're, you know, you're, you're just 20 years old, and and there's only a few select things that you could think about at that age. And being a father wasn't one of them. And um, so, Curtis and I kind of grew up together. You know, um, it was a very trying time. You know, I had to, I had to learn it as I go, as I went. I'm sorry. Um, as I went, you know, I had to learn how to be a father, and learning how to do something means you're making mistakes. And if you're not making mistakes, you're not trying, and you're definitely isn't not that true. Me. Isn't that true in anything, though, Marshall? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, like, it's true in life in general. You know. Uh, if you quit, and this is something I always used to to tell him, you know, if you quit, you're it's for sure that you're never going to get there. You know, yep. if you're messing up, then you, that means you're trying and you're learning, and and that you can carry that with you throughout life. And and uh, so those first few years were really rough. You know, I had no idea how to be a father. I had no idea how to do anything. With a child, I had no I had no good advice or life advice to give him when he was really little because I had not grown up yet myself, you know. And yep. so we just kind of, you know, put our heads down and did the best we could and just kept pushing forward. And and one thing that my grandfather used to tell me is uh, put one foot in front of the other and keep doing that until you get to where you want to be. Um, as long as you're putting one foot in front of the other, you're trying and you're not quitting. So yeah, that's just what I did really. So Marshall, talk a little bit about how kind of your experience with that and the, and working two jobs, working a second and third shift just to make sure there was food on the table for Curtis and, and talk about how, that now translates into you starting your own business later in life, right? To where you've gotten to the point where you've started this company and, and you're building it up and how you can relate back to kind of where the struggles and the hard work you had to put in it there have now translated into a business. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's really pretty simple. Um, it's the same concept, you know. Um, I don't mind telling it. I've been married and divorced twice. Um it was trial and error, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I learned what not to do and I learned what to do. And, you know, it, 
that's just then that's the the path that my life has taken. And that, my mom used to say to me all the time, "Son, you've always taken the hard road, but you seem to somehow make it." And 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 I attribute to that just the never quit attitude. You know, don't quit. Where mm-hmm. there's a will, there's a way. And so I got divorced um, several years ago, three years ago, and um, it ended peacefully. You know, and and I needed something to do, and uh, I'd always grown a beard. You know, my, I don't think my kids would know me without a beard or a goatee. Um, do you have a uh, ZZ, ZZ Top beard? It's pretty long, man. There you go. I like that. Oh, it's a beard. It's a beard. <laughs> nice, man. That's nice. Yeah, you know, I, I needed something to do with my time, and um, so I started growing my beard out, uh, mainly because... I guess as a rebellious act, you know, here, you know, because uh, nobody seemed to like it longer, you know, they liked it really short, you know, and so I started growing it out and I started, I bought, you know, I started reading about all these beard oils and beard balms and things like that online, you know, everybody's talking about they're using them and they're great and wonderful. So I ordered some and, you know, the first one I ordered smelled like a squirrel shit on a pine tree. <laughs> Uh, scratch that. Take that. Y'all might want to take that out. No, that's all right. <laughs> but uh, I ordered some and I tried it out and I thought that's eh, okay, but it was kind of gunky or something. Uh, a few things I didn't like about it, in addition to the smell. And so what I did was I ordered, wound up ordering from about eight to ten different companies. Um samples of the products that they had to offer and i started using them on a trial basis and at the end of each day and at the end of each week i would write down what i liked or what i didn't like about that particular brand um whether it be the consistency of the bomb and how it felt you know um did it liquefy easy um how much hold did it have and the oils were they too oily did the scents, were, were the scents off, you know, and different things. And when I got to the end of all of that, I said to myself, I think I can make something that's better than what I've been buying. And so then I started researching oils and bombs and things of that nature and, you know, how they were made and all the properties of the oils and, you know, what was good for your skin, what's good for your hair, you know, and that's how I made my first beard oil. And at first I just made an oil and um, I started giving it to uh, guys that I work with and and go to lodge with and stuff. You know, they had beards and I was just giving, hey man, try this out, you know, and Everybody started coming back to me and said, man, I really love this. Do you have some more, you know? And I'm like, well, you know, I started out with like five bottles and, and then it was 10 and then 15 and then 20. And uh, I thought, well, you know, as I've gone this far. And, I, and again, I'm putting one foot in front of the right. other, baby steps, you know. And I, I, I said, well, I'm too far in to quit now. You know, I'm not a quitter. So... I designed a label and it was horrible. Um, 
I thought it was great. I kinda thought it looked kind of like really us cool. mailing SD cards when we started the uh, yes. podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, you know, and then I started finding out. And again, let me back up and say, along this time, I'm making a lot of mistakes, you know. Um, but I'm learning mm-hmm. because I'm trying. And so somebody came to me one day and I was like, well, you know, I don't like this label. And I, was, and I really, I really, I was bitching and moaning about my own work. And they said, you know, you could go to a design place and talk to them and tell them, give them some ideas. They could probably design you a really nice label and you wouldn't be over here, you know, just spinning your wheels so hard. (laughs) And I said, oh, okay, you know, that's a great idea, duh. So I went down to a local printing company and I said, you know, this is what I'm doing and this is what I want the labels to say and here's my idea. And the lady looked at my beard and she went over to her computer and she came back and she showed me an image and she said, this beard looks just like yours. And I said, it does. And she said, I think we'll use that. And so they started printing my labels and, you know, that got easier. You know, it made the process easier. I just called them and said, hey, this is what I need. And, um, and, and I'd like to add that I didn't run out and borrow a bunch of money to start Southern Gents, you know, um, I ran it out of my house, and I still do, you know. Um, so I, it's been a slow process of selling product and taking that money and buying more product, you know. And I had, I've had some help. Some people have come along, some really good people in my life that have pitched in and helped out, you know. And, um, you know, I've, I finally got enough up to get a thing to make all my t-shirts so then I started making my own t-shirts and I just I don't quit yes that's my attitude you know so, so just don't quit I mean it, it gets rough at times you know even and I call it beard season I mean I wear my beard all year round but the truth is as far as beard sales you know it starts warming up a lot of guys start shaving mm-hmm. you know Hey, all you got to do is come up here. I don't think it's ever going to get warm. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Marshall, um, so the oil and stuff, just just, uh, for the listeners and myself, so for a perfect example, you're talking about uh, beard season, you know, the no-shave November deal. Um, I had it going for about two weeks, and then I felt like I was on a David Chappelle skit. Uh, and since this is a, you know, PG 13 show, I won't dive into what, what I felt like, but I kept rubbing my, my chin, my neck just constantly. I'm in meetings, one-on-ones, or if I'm doing interviews, I'm doing, I, I really, I felt like I was going crazy because it itched so much nonstop. And I had a bet going yeah. with, with my, yeah. you know, Mosier, my boss on who's going to ride it out the longest. And I had to cut it because, in, and even after, for the next 24 hours after I did cut my beard, it was only two weeks. I, it still itched. I mean, it was, it was, it was uh, absurd how bad it itched. Uh, is those oils and stuff, is that, does that uh, soothe the itching and, and help you kind of grow it? Is that, is that part of what these oils are for? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And yours is itching probably. It has a lot to do with what kind of soap you, how you take care of your face. And how you take care of your skin. And, you know, if you're, for instance, if you, 
you know, you get it, you take a shower in the morning, and you just say you got some just standard bar soap, you know, and you lather it up, and you wash your face and your beard with it. Adds nothing but chemicals. It's gonna dry out your skin, uh-huh. and it doesn't keep the hair healthy. So when the hair's not healthy, it doesn't grow properly, and then it gets all prickly, and it sticks your skin, which makes it itch. And then even after you shaved it, you know, you're probably still washing your face with this soap or whatever, and your skin's not healing. You're not doing, you're not keeping your skin healthy. So to answer your question, yes, it does. It, it, um, like for instance, in the, in the bomb, we use nothing but cold press almond oil, which is really, really, Mm. really good for your skin as well as unrefined, unrefined shea butter, which is also really great for your skin. So when you use the product, use it once a day after you shower, you know, just towel dry, and then while your beard's still kind of damp, apply it all over and work it in and get it into the skin. And what you're doing is you're making your skin healthy and you're keeping your the hair healthy that's growing, which, is, you know, and that people always ask me, do you have anything that will make my beard grow? You know, will it fill in these patches? Will it do this? Will it do that? I can't say that any of my products do that, but what I do know is that when you use them on a daily basis, it will keep your skin healthy and it will keep the hair healthy, which will allow it to grow better. Now, if you just don't grow hair, it's not a wonder drug. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But what you do have, what you do have, That's it will Rogaine. make it healthy. Yes. Yeah. Right now, I'm working on a what they call a pre-shave oil. And also a shave gel. Nice. And a pomade for your hair. Oh, those, yeah. that's, that's that great, so, man. That's, that's, that's going to be that's, full. That's going to be all year round stuff now. You know what I mean? Yeah. When yeah. You implement that. Yeah. That's Sweet. a good point, TJ. How does yeah. that, so when you talk about that, elaborate more on the fact that how that's going to be valuable for him because it's going to be all year round. When we think about that in business and doing anything in life, I mean, that makes it scalable at that yes. point, right? Yeah. Now you're not just, um, you, 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 well, you, you're still using your same amount of uh, knowledge and backing and, and passion around something, but you're you're just building up multiple lines now, uh, and it's a great that's a good good thing, man. I'm I'm glad you're doing that. That's 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 great. You know what? One of the biggest things, Craig, and we talk about this all the time with with uh, with some of our uh, folks who are leaders and who are getting in the sales, is that uh, unless Les Brown, Art Williams says this all the time. He said, super, super, super smart people, I'm convinced, do not make it in business. Now, they, they are, because what they do is they sit around all day, come up with a quicker, faster, better way, a mouse trap, et cetera, whatever you want to call it. And then they never just get out there and do it. Whereas someone like myself, yeah, I agree, who has average intelligence, me. yeah, you, Marshall, I'm not going to put you in that category because I, this is a compliment though, so maybe I will for that. Uh, but people with average intelligence who work hard and have a passion around what they do, they just get out there and do it, and they mess up along the way, and they they have uh, their hu- humility, they have humbleness, and they don't have an ego. They don't care if they look goofy or crazy because they know each step, each mess up they make. It brings them closer and closer and closer to the promised land. So all these little mess-ups and and hiccups and different things along the way, Marshall, has allowed you to get to where you are right now. 
Uh, and that, to me, is one of the, yeah. the, uh, the biggest things that people do not understand, is that you just got to get out there, mess up, screw up. As long as it's not an integrity mistake, we can fix things. Just get out there, mess it up, and let's have some fun. Yep. That's awesome, would man. You agree yep, that, absolutely. Would you agree that of all the people you, you, know, you lead, the ones that call you the most with the most mistakes are the ones that also produce the most business? Without a doubt. Now, here's the thing. Maybe not in the beginning yep. now, right? Maybe not in the beginning. Uh, but within right. time, the ones who, who, who really come in, who have the experience, they may take the, the quick lead because they've done it before. But the ones who are consistently working hard, following a process, sticking to what they believe in, and being coached and learning, within time they, they outpass and do laps around those other folks. Because they're not afraid to make Absolutely. mistakes. So, awesome. Well, Marshall and I are very thankful that the rule is uh, that less smart people have you know, a chance to be successful in business or else we'd be out. Isn't that right, Cuz? <laughs> that's, uh, yep, that's right. No, that's, that's <laughs> absolutely. That, I mean, you, you can't, it, and he said something, uh, TJ said something that I want to back up here. It's, you can't be afraid. And I did things like, um, I used to go sit at this certain um, bar downtown in Huntsville where a lot of young people with beards and and things like that would they would visit there a lot. And I I was somewhat out of place there, but yeah, you know, I found me I find me a spot and somebody come by and say, Hey man, nice beard. I say, Hey, hey, you too, you know, and you know, we I'd say, well, if you you know, you use anything on your beard, no, you know, or yeah, I use this. Well, how about try Southern Gents, you know? Have you ever tried this? No, I've never heard of it. Well, try it. You'll love it. And they love it on the spot. Hmm. It sells itself. Yep. Well, anything good does. You know, and so, yeah, it sells itself. So I just go out there, and if they try it once, they're hooked. I mean. Well, the fact is that you went out there and did that. And how many people in this world that are starting their own business or preventing themselves. Cause just like TJ said, they're overthinking stuff. Right. And they just won't get out there and do it. You know, and what the problem is, and I know I've said this before multiple times is Marshall, you were going for the yes. Instead of going for the no, you're going for the yes. Right. And you knew you were going to get a lot of no's, to, you know, in order to get to the yes, but you just went out there and made it happen. And, you know, and that's what I'm proud of you about is in every situation in life, whatever you've decided to do, you've just gone out there and done it and not scared. You know what people think you just, a lot of people say, what are you doing? You know, that's crazy. You can't do that. And you just go, oh, I'm going to go make enough mistakes until I get something right. You know, and then I'm going to get make enough more mistakes until I get another thing right. And then I'm going to go make some more mistakes and maybe I'll get something else right. And I feel like that's the attitude that a lot of people are missing. And just like yep. TJ was saying, the smartest people in the world can't think that way. You know, and we've got to be able to get people to think more simple of, hey, let's just go out and do it and put the cart before the horse again and let's make some mistakes. You know, and let's go figure this thing out. And yeah. I think it's pretty cool to know that, yeah. you know, you, you know, Curtis came along, you're 20, and you worked two jobs, second and third shift to make that happen. And when some time freed up to where life got a little more normal, you, you took on another challenge and went out and started your own business. And now you have something that you're passionate about that I bet after, if I'd asked you 20 years ago, if you'd be passionate about talking to people about a skin product and a hair product, you probably would have laughed at me. You know, so, you know, you know, but now we kind of figure out, yeah. hey, maybe, Without a doubt. maybe you, you know, got a little side to you that nobody yeah. realized with Marshall, you know, and it's, it goes past the beard and you actually enjoy helping people. And now you got a passion for going to do that. So that'll be kind of my thing. Just kind of recap on this is don't stop. 
you know, and, and keep going. And, uh, you know, don't let anybody tell you that you can't do something, but keep making more mistakes. Because I promise you, the more mistakes you make, the more things will get right. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, you know, another big part of this story, yep. too, Craig, that, you know, as circling back and kind of putting on a bow on this thing is the logo. You know, how hard is it for a lot of people that, you know, you think of all the different people, Craig, that you've led or, or they have led you throughout these last five or six years, good and the bad, where it ha- it has to be their idea, their plan, and it's very hard for someone to come across and say, you know what, okay, I'm, um, self-awareness, I'm failing at this part. And, uh, Marshall, you talked about the logo. You kind of said, look, I came up with it, but it was crap, and I'm okay saying it was crap. And instead of me trying to figure out how to make this better, this is not a strong suit of mine. I'm going to go out and, and meet somebody who, who it, this is a strong suit of theirs, and I'm going to piggyback off of their plans and their ideas uh, and partner with them on, on what, what the brand and, and how will, the logo will look. And you did that. And that, yeah. that, take, yeah, that takes, absolutely. that's little stuff. Those are the little stuff that earn the right to win um, and having that, dropping that ego down. So that's, that's another big takeaway, Craig, that I grabbed from this. One thing that I have learned on this journey is that don't be a, not only can you not be afraid to go out and put yourself out there and say, hey, you know, you want to try my beard product or whatever you might be doing. I don't care if you're selling cars, selling insurance, whatever business you're in. Don't be afraid to go out there and put yourself out there. And one other thing that I really had to learn to do was to listen to other people. And you just like, you know, when a buddy of mine said, you know, you can... You can go down here and get somebody to help you design yeah. a logo, you know. And, you know, 20 years ago, I'd have been like, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm perfectly capable of doing this mm-hmm. myself, you know. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to ask other people for help. Yep. Pride, uh, pride comes mean before disaster less. and humility comes before respect. Every time. Yep. Without a doubt, man. That's outstanding. That's good stuff right there, Marshall, yep. man. Appreciate that. Good story. No man. Well, where can the uh, where can the listeners uh, find you at, man? Uh, you can check us out on Facebook, uh, Southern Gents Beard. All right. Um, or you can get us on our website at uh, www.southerngentsbeard.co. There you and, go. Um, yeah, to go on there, and check us out. Hit the shop now button on Facebook. It'll direct you uh, straight to the website. You can go on Instagram uh, again. Southern Gents Beard Company. Uh, there's a link there. You can hit that. It'll take you to the Shop Now button. Uh, take you directly to the website, might I add. And, um, yeah. That's cool, man. And I'm sure that you probably, if you're like TJ and I, and I, don't, I don't know, you probably didn't weren't able to figure out the website and shopping stuff without some help either, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, now, a good friend of mine, uh, Mark Kennery, owns uh, Fast Lane Metalworks. Um, I was over at his shop one day and we were talking business and stuff and he was showing me this great, his website and how easy it was to manage and all this. And I was like, man, I really need to do that, you know, and cause I was just working off of messages sent to me via Facebook, you know? Yep. And so he helped me out. He said, Hey, you know, uh, go here to this site and, you know, and I pay for it and, it was really easy to design, and I just uploaded my images, and they made them the right size and all this stuff. You know, I'm not a web developer, so 
it it was great to be able to use that tool to create a website and it's gotten more people reached out to more people and more people and um yeah it's pretty special what y'all this is awesome man, man. but this is awesome appreciate it marshall thank you so much uh tj where can the listeners find you man same uh craig instagram facebook um fusic.us uh, looking forward to uh to listening to this podcast as well uh marshall good stuff and i'm gonna i'm gonna order some of your some of your oils here so absolutely great. i've awesome. got my you'd be proud of mine right now marshall it's it's growing pretty good i've, I've blamed it on the cold <laughs> weather up here but you know i'm about three or four days in it's it's looking all right it's looking nice. pretty good good deal man all right, i appreciate man. y'all having me on man this it's, is a, it's a real great. honor no thank, thank you marshall you. hey guys go get some gear at fusic.us uh go get your southern gents Beard company products too. If you've got if you got a friend or family or yourself is growing a beard, it's absolutely outstanding stuff. So, um, thanks Marshall, thanks TJ, love y'all, and uh, we'll talk to everybody soon. See you later, guys. Have a good one. Fusic, a podcast for everyone who said I couldn't.